Hello. Hello. And welcome back into Farm to Fame. I am Kelsey Wingert representing sure. the Yankees today. He is Peter Moylan uh, representing at Golf Bro today. And, and Maddie Mass is a train guy today. I think Maddie's is a train guy every day. We just are in panic mode right now because I had to play in a golf tournament today, guys. I'm sorry. Whose golf tournament was it? John Smoltz's. Mm-hmm. That's that's like rich and celebrity of you. That's a flex. It was good. We played really well. I, I'm not at the awards dinner or the awards function at the moment to accept my award because I'm here with you guys. Wow. Honored to have you today. Thank you. Maddie, how are you? Good. Just um just relaxing. Maddie's grinding. Well, there was a lot of different moving pieces in the baseball world this week. So much going on. Yeah. Well, first of all, uh, baseball's back. Baseball's hot in the streets, as Jake would say. (laughs) Um, We're here for it. The Olympics, though. Team USA in the Olympics. Let's chat about it, guys, because we got two big Olympic men over here. I don't really want to chat about it. I'm still bitter that we weren't there, if I'm being completely honest. Is that like I? I are you good for real? Because no. that does suck. Like no, it doesn't. First of all, I had my ability to play in the Olympics ruined by COVID. Then I had my ability to go as a coach and represent my country in the Olympics ruined by COVID. And now that the next Olympics is in France or Paris, they're not going to have. They're going to replace baseball with breakdancing, which is obviously a, a sport. Wait, oh. So no, I'm going to have to wait another eight years to get a chance to fulfill my Olympic dream. So yes, when we talk about Olympics, I'm very happy for Japan. They won their first ever Olympic gold medal. I'm very happy for Team USA. A lot of those guys that I know who were unbelievable MLB players, Edwin Jackson, Kaz, these sorts of dudes, you know, out there still doing it, getting a silver medal. It's got to make them feel really good, despite what they had to go through with COVID this year. And the Dominican Republic was able to sneak in and get bronze. So, I mean, that's a pretty good finish as far as I'm concerned. We've got a lot of a lot of people in both Team USA and, and Team Dominican Republic. So fired up for the for our friends of the pod. Julio Rodriguez. I know Maddie, that's a guy who, if you follow our farm to fame on Twitter, you were tw- you've been tweeting about him for a month. I mean, he's been he has been doing such a good job. Uh plays for the Dominican Republic, mm. like Peter just said, got bronze. But Maddie, mm. I mean, he was just raking, huh? Yeah, no, Julio. Uh, when 10 for 24 in the DR's six games, uh, he got his homer in there at the end. You see him get hit? No. So there was a bit of a scary moment. He took a ball. I think he let go of the bat before it hit, so I didn't get the full the full biscuit. But, yeah, he took one off the – that's got – this is the thing that's scary about these sorts of tournaments, right? World Championships, World Cups, WBCs, Olympics, is that – especially the WBC because it's the cream of the crop. You're getting professional guys from every single professional league. So the insurance on that's got to be out the wazoo. Um, And then, yeah, someone gets injured. That was the biggest, I guess, argument against the WBC initially was the fact that guys had to play during spring training. They may not have been 100% ready yet, risk of injury. But I think, you know, now we're seeing risk of injury is just there all the time. So, and it's fun to play in those things. It's a different, it's a different, mentality when you're playing for your country 
as opposed to playing for a team that's been put together by someone else like a fantasy squad. Yeah, no, and I'm happy that Julio is not actually injured, obviously. Yes. That would be devastating. Just to go over some of the other big-name prospects and what they were able to accomplish, um, the U.S. on their pursuit for silver was led by Tristan Cassis. Um, the middle three games of the U.S. run, he was untouchable. I mean, he was as – I shouldn't say untouchable. He was touching everything as a hitter because he went on a crazy stretch three games in a row, all with home runs. And all of those home runs gave the U.S. the lead. So really big, important bat. Nick Allen was named the best defensive player in the Olympics. He's Oakland's number three prospect. He's a shortstop. Um, he also played super well in the gold medal match. And then on the pitching side of things, the U.S. number one guy, Joe Ryan, started twice. Um, he had eight strikeouts in his 10 innings and only two earned runs. So that's the guy that got traded from the Rays to the Twins for Nelson Cruz. So he oh. has yet to pitch in the Twins organization because he was traded while at the Olympics. But at the Olympics, he pitched very well. So those are some of the, the prospect names that did really well. Did you say... Uh, Tristan Cassis, did you say he was, I'm looking up Boston double A? Yeah, he's the Red Sox number one prospect. I didn't say that, but. Yeah, he was first round pick in 2018. And yes. now the number one prospect for them. Yeah, for all the Red Sox fans out there, he's a first baseman. So if you're thinking about the Red Sox at the MLB level, Bobby Dahlbeck is not having the best season. So Freddie Freeman. Oh, so shout out to Eddie Alvarez too. First, Good. the fourth fourth person to win medals at both the Winter and Summer Olympics, which is a feather for your cap, young man. Outstanding, outstanding. Well done on the Olympic report, but yes, it still hurts. Congratulations to everyone. We have to touch on one other person at least. Go ahead. You see, Anthony Ghost. Oh my God, he was an outfielder. From 2012 to 16, batted 240, so call that average, whatever. He dominated as a pitcher in this Olympics. Wow. Yeah. 5.1 innings, four games. He allowed one hit and one walk, zero runs in his wow. four outings. I mean, shut down. Is he affiliated with uh, Detroit still? Cleveland. Cleveland. Okay. Oh. So here's my question. If he gets back to the big leagues again, you've got yourself effectively another pinch hitter, another bench player when he's not, you know, you could bring him in, throw multiple innings, don't have to worry about double switching, don't have to worry about bringing a guy to pinch hit for him, taking a bat. Like, say he comes in the fifth inning, you don't use a pinch hitter. Sixth inning, you don't use a pinch hitter. Okay, great. Like, that's that's where the game is trending. It's the moving parts, and the, that's why what makes LA so good is that they can effectively take those 14 position players and turn them into something that turns into magic and it's 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 flexible and it's options he's he's one to watch out for i think that's a good yeah. take that's a really and good take speaking of people that can make a return to the mlb tyler austin he's 29 yankee former yankee dude yeah he had his stint with the yankees he was he dh'd every game for team usa and he was 
their best hitter, like consistently. Um, Cassis hit more homers, but Tyler Austin had two, and he had a hit in every game, 10 for 24, seven RBIs. So, yeah, he's 29, but he can make the shift back potentially to them. Red, white, oh, dang it. Here's my white belt. Red, white, and blue. Go USA. Yay! <laughs> I think this is the European Ryder Cup shirt, though, so that doesn't make sense, does it? <laughs> the very last person I think is worth touching on, because we're a prospect pod, mm. Munitaka Murakami. He was yeah. on Japan's gold medal team. He's 21 years old, has already played four professional seasons in the Japanese league. Mm-hmm. In those four seasons, 108 home runs. So do the math on what that average is out to 25 26 but he gave japan the lead in the gold medal game and was doing it all above and the bat in this tournament so don't be surprised if you start to hear morikama with mlb rumors yeah in 2020 in 120 games he hit 307 with 28 home runs and 86 rbi and he's 21 he was born in 2000. Oh, that makes me nauseous. But it's yeah. My daughter. Like that. So he has to play, he has to play another couple of years, right? But oh, unless they someone's willing to put up the what the the posting fee of 50 million or 80 million or whatever it is. Like the, uh, the fact that Otani's only making what he's making and the team that he went from is making, that's still a little yeah. bit weird to me. But but yeah. That's the Olympics in a nutshell. Outstanding. Great job, Maddie. No more waking up at 6 a.m., so there's that. Games at 6 a.m., and then the few days I was up at 6 a.m., I was at a hotel, and they didn't have NBC Sportsnet, and that's what it said it was on. Let's not talk about the coverage. Yeah. Okay, so let's go to, hey, everybody use the Peacock app. Okay, cool. I'm watching sports, and nobody's talking. (laughs) <laughs> I'm just going to feel it out for myself. Like, I guess this is happening and I guess they're doing Is that, that. what happened? They didn't have announcers? That's what happens. They wouldn't have announcers on some of the sports, like synchronized swimming or, or like you'd be oh, someone doing wow. a random floor routine and you'd just be like, uh, this is the floor routine. Lucky that as an Australian, we legitimately grow up playing and watching and loving any sport you can play, literally any sport. So I feel like you can ask me a question about the rules of any sport on earth and I feel like I could help it, yeah. Wow. So I felt okay. But for those people that aren't well-versed in synchronized swimming like myself, then it may have been an issue to have not someone describing what they were doing when they were flapping their arms around like this, you know? Flapping, yeah. That is the most difficult sport on earth. I'm still looking at Mooney Taka's baseball reference. (laughs) I figured you were looking at synchronized swimming videos thinking you might be a chance. No, he had a 1.0 OPS in 2020 on top of the 307 batting average. He slugged 585. Can he synchronize swim? No, I'm getting off of his, I'm getting that distraction out of my face. Okay. Okay. If you've been paying attention to minor league baseball and you care about home runs, Joe Adele was a name that you heard a lot. He kind of led the majority of the season in that home run race. He is currently in the big leagues. He was called up by the Angels but he debuted last year. This wasn't his debut. Anyway, I think he's played, I think Maddie said like five games and he's hitting 304 or something. So he's- He was massive, massive big time prospect for them. And 
kind of came up and didn't do what he was expected to do. The fact that he he was well, how many did he hit in AAA before he got caught up? Was it twenty? Did he gets twenty? I don't know exactly, but he has to. Okay, be but it was it was close. So yeah, I'm happy for him. Those sorts of stories are great. I like it. And the Angels need some. They got Marsh um, up there. They have him up there. I mean, yeah, they just need some arms, huh? Yeah. So yeah, he's hitting 304 with four RBI and 23 at bats. But he, since he has now called up, two guys are having a blast right now in the home mm. run race for minor league baseball. One is MJ Melendez. He plays for the Royals. And the other is Griffin Conine, who plays for the Marlins. Both, Maddie, of their fathers coach at FIU. Would love to be a fly on the wall for that. Melendez, the Royals mm. prospect, in July mm. hit 333. He led all of AA with 12 home runs, 29 RBI, 28 runs, and 80 total bases, which that led all of minor league baseball. Wow. He got called up to AAA today, promotion like an pod. hour ago. Hashtag promotion pod. That's a t shirt, Maddie. And Maddie, you might know more about him than I do, but Griffin Conine. You look at his batting average, he's hitting 237, but then dude has 29 home runs and 72 RBI. I'll take that, but that's the home run race. What happened that other day? So you sent out mm. you sent out a tweet on our on the Farm to Fame Twitter page that was uh pretty hilarious because they did they hit three, they both hit three in one day. Yeah, Melendez played in a doubleheader, hit three, Conine one game hit two. So Throughout a two-hour span, MJ Melendez caught Conine and took the lead. Conine then caught Melendez and took the lead back, and then Melendez tied him. So in two hours, these two, whose dads both coach in the same college program, were jumping back and forth with the home run lead. I feel like that's also a lot of home runs for this time of year. Is that a lot of home runs for the minor leagues at this time of year? For them to have 29? Yeah. 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 They start a month after Major League Baseball and 29 home, right? And 29 home runs would be a great year so yeah. far in major in the You'd show. be third or fourth in the big leagues, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's... These two guys are raking and their dads. So like this tweet that we're referring to, for instance. Yeah their dads were the first two retweets within minutes. Like they're That's on top so of cool, man. I, I think love that, that they are definitely going back and forth in the clubhouse down in FIU. Oh, That's, that's got to be so much so fun. Good. Road trip. We need a road trip. So another minor league update, Wander Franco graduated. Yeah. Congratulations. Graduated, no longer a prospect. Who's the number one prospect in the game now? Cashman. He just got promoted to AAA too, right? Just got promoted to AAA. Switch hitting catcher, if you're not familiar with him. Mm-hmm. Top overall draft pick in 2019. 1-1. He's close. He's close. 80 AA games this season. He hit 271 with 18 home runs, 16 doubles, 55 RPI. RPI. Runs, runs produced in. in. Oh, padded is what we're going to go with okay. for the Runs RPI. Padded. Thank you. And a 901 OPS. He's top five in AA Northeast in runs scored, hits, home runs, RBI, total bases, and OPS. I feel like 
they've had a plan for him and they're executing it beautifully. I think September call up for him. I think because it's such a round number, he was always going to play 80 games in double A, unless he struggled, obviously. But I think that was his 80 games. He can get whatever's left in the season in triple A. And then September 1st, got yourself a third or fourth catcher. So, and get him some at bats before next year. There was an um, MLB article that I read. I think it was by Michael Guzman. And he said in the ninth inning or later, Adley Rushman is hitting 360 with eight runs scored, four home run, and 11 RBI. And he's hitting 371 versus lefties in double A. So he's mashing lefties. But he's catching. He's gotten 20 starts at first base, doing well with the glove over there. How big is he? Is he a big? Anybody know? He's 6'2, 220. That's like the perfect average sized catcher. You pitcher, you want to be 6'4, 6'5, 6'3. I was 6'3, so let's call it 6'3. Um, yeah, that's that's a good size for a catcher. Six foot, 200, 6'2, 220, 6'3, 220. How tall was Tyler Flowers? Wasn't he really tall? 6'4, probably. Yeah. Mobile. But hey, we need clutch gene on a uh, t shirt because it sounds like Adley might have clutch gene clutch also. Gene. Who else said that? Akil Badu? Wasn't Akil Badu the one hitting like Badu. Yep. 435 with the bases, runners and scoring position? So, okay. okay, so now we will move into our Rookie of the Year watch, which is kind of boring today. But there's one really, really exciting guy. That's uh, brought to you by Signing Day Sports. So Signing Day Sports is a one-stop shop to maximize your recruiting to over 350 colleges and all 30 professional teams. So you create a custom profile, you have very verified video metrics along with the ability to showcase your skills in a controlled environment so all recruiters can see you at your best. The in-app in direct communication is a feature that cuts out flooded email boxes and all the middlemen that clog up the recruiting process. This feature will answer any question a recruiter may have for a player with direct messaging. So this is 100% free for all coaches, recruiters, and scouts to use. And it's just a way that players don't have to attend these showcases to, to be able to showcase uh, yeah. their talents and, and reach people who are recruiting. So yeah, that is signing day sports. You can sign up today using the link that is in our description, or you can make sure to use the code Jomboy for 10% off. Mm. So the link in our description, but I mean, y'all know Casey's a high school baseball coach. Yeah. That boy's emailing so many like different coaches all over the country for his guys, you know, just trying to get them to look at them. This seems yeah. like, like a, a Tinder bumble of recruiting. I'm sure they want you saying that. That's good. But no, it's cool. I mean, there's like so many smaller schools out there too, that guys just want to play ball and would love to go to a school like that, but they haven't heard of them or don't know how to get in touch with them. And I think this app is really helpful knowing the other side of things. This, I can see this really being an advantage for those people that aren't in the US and international baseball is taking off as we talked about earlier with the Olympics. Mm -hmm. It's not just, it's not just America anymore. So, you know, there's kids all over the world that are trying to get over here though. So yeah, wonderful, wonderful, wonderful opportunity. That's good. Good job. Wow. Awesome. Okay. So that gets us into our rookie of the year watch. We're going to kind of zoom through this a bit because you have Trevor Rogers, who is on the family medical emergency list as of Tuesday. He hadn't been pitching that well in July. 
a 408 ERA, but he still has 245 on the season, but he is inactive right now. Jazz Chisholm hasn't really done much in his last seven games. He was scratched from the lineup the other day. He had flu-like symptoms. I don't know if he'll be playing Monday or not. So Jazz is, hasn't really done anything notable recently, and he's sick. Ion Anderson, Peter, um, we can touch on him in the injury report, but he made a rehab start on Thursday. Mm-hmm. Yes, he did. Do you want to talk about that now, or do you want to talk about that later? I mean, just the fact that he got through it healthy is all I care about, and all anybody should really care about, because the numbers are what they are. But 60 pitches, I think he got up to. He's probably two weeks away, and at the same time, we have Enoa down there as well, who is probably going to be a little bit closer, only because... I think, and I don't know this, so don't quote me on this, but I am assuming that they're going to bring him back as a reliever mm-hmm. and not a starter. So his timeline will be a little bit quicker. So I think, good time to be a Brace fan. Darno is supposed to be back Tuesday. Uh, Inoa maybe a week or a week and a half, two weeks after that. And then Anderson maybe a week after that. So yeah. that's like, I said this on the show the other day, it's effectively like having another trade deadline because you get to add these two, an impact bat, a potential closer stuff kind of guy, and the guy that was basically your number three starter through the playoffs last year. So, yeah, like, you go into a playoff series, if we can make it, and I know I'm talking about playoffs about the Braves, which is something we couldn't do two weeks ago, but if you talk about Morton, Freed, and Anderson as your three starters, and then you've got two closers, Will Smith and Rodriguez in the back end. you got Luke Jackson's having a great year. you got Matt Six mm-hmm. having a good year. It's like it's not looking as bad. Two weeks ago, I was talking to talking people off the ledge, sort of saying yeah. it might be over. But with what the Mets have done, shitting down their leg, and I think our biggest competition Dude. is Philly. Yeah, and Bryce Harper. I, I, and I've seen tweets about this after the fact, but I remember we were just hanging out one night and I was looking at, my, at the MLB app and I tur- looked at Casey and I was like, when was Bryce Harper hitting 300 this season? Like right. at, at what point, like I completely. How is no, how is it? It's Bryce Harper. It's not yeah. like, like when he's hitting 210, he's everywhere. So why is it not that I, why am I not going, why is he not the first person I think of in the MVP race right now? Because it's yeah. not. I just completely missed the kind of season he was having. How yeah. many home runs does he have? He has 20 home runs, 45 RBIs, hitting 302. That's still a lot of RBIs. Yeah. He's played in 91 games. How many games have they had? That seems like he's – has he missed many? 91 games is a lot. And the fact that he's healthy, I think that – yeah, I don't – RBIs is an important – I don't know. Just, I guess analytically, the RBI isn't, isn't a, a, a good measure because it's mostly about luck. Thank you, darling. <gasps> Mandy! Guys, you ready for this? Yeah. Oh gosh. Is that J Lo? That's J Lo. That's A Rod. Is that A Rod in the back? And that's Jose. (laughs) Is that not the greatest tank top that's ever been produced? Thank you, Mr. Jose Canseco. I can't wait till you get sued, you douchebag. Oh my gosh. Whoa. The whole J-Lo A-Rod thing has gotten wild. It's so fun. And he's out there like he has lost his mind. He's 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 a billionaire who's now a 16-year-old with a permanent erection is what we have with A-Rod right now. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, I don't follow him on Instagram. I, I hear about some of his stuff on Talking Baseball, but yeah. I know he's wild, man. Yeah, he's out there. He's getting it out there. Also, not speaking of A-Rod, um, is it common for at this time of the year for this many guys to be batting over 300? Yeah. Okay. Yep. There's like six guys hitting over 320 right now. Go back 10 years, Kels. I know it's changed, but if you go back 10 years, the batting averages were like 380. The winners of the batting averages were 330 to 380 most year. Wow. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. There's a guy named Ray Frimes when I was at LSU and he hit like 500 his junior year. It was wild. I did that in the uh, Victorian Winter Baseball League one year. How many at-bats did you have to? We played, excuse me, Kelsey. (laughs) Uh, we played, we played, uh, we played 20, 22 games and I hit 18 home runs and I hit like 470 or something like that. What? Yeah. Wooden bat league too. I was, I was pretty good guys. I'll be honest with you. I was pretty good with hey, the stick. I was 29 years old when I found out that you had a career 310 ERA. Right. So yeah, I'm a surprisingly soft, like I've got that sort of like Gumby body, but it's like. It's like pliable, you know what I mean? Like I can, I can do a lot of things quite well. I can do one thing really well, and that was throw a baseball. I can do a lot of things like pretty good, but one thing I can't do is shoot a basketball. <laughs> okay. So i just keep going. That was totally my fault on that. So Ion Anderson, you know, you know, uh, Oscar and... Uh, Travis Darno coming back for the Braves all soon. I think they came out and said Hoskar is going to make another start at 85 pitches, um, and then I'll come back. I didn't see Ian's timeline. But we've got to that point because we were talking about the Rookie of the Year watch. So like we said, Trevor, Jazz, Ian, all not playing right now because they're either sick or they're on some kind of emergency list. Jonathan India, my, (laughs) my. NL Rookie of the Year. I have to give it to you. Was it three weeks ago you said that? I think two. Two. Two weeks ago. I don't know where to start, but I'm going to start with that. He's slugging 733 in his last seven games. He hit 319 with four home runs in the month of July. He's hitting 333 with three home runs in the month of August. He won NL Rookie of the Month for July. Mm. Hits in 13 of his last 16. Seven of those are multi-hit games. Joey Votto? What did Joey Votto say? Tell he me. said he's in the conversation for the best player on our team. They have two other guys hitting 310 and 322. He says he's in the conversation for the best player on our team. He plays the game to win, and he plays the game with intensity. We call him a gamer. He's a gamer. And he's just fucking cool if we're being honest like just look at the dude and yeah. you kind of just want to hang out with him like hey let's sit down and have a conversation because you look like you know what you're talking about whatever subject we bring up he's upped his average peter on the season yeah. to 283 so like we're in that territory now where right it's go time for him if he has a good two months I'm, it's it's go time yeah. and they're they're coming into town i get to see him this week oh be keeping an eye on our guy I will. I'm going to introduce myself. Yeah. Tell him we talk about him a lot. He knows. Mm. Uh, he is a John Boy fan. He had a John Boy hat. He has a John Boy hat. Yes. That he wore. So Dylan Carlson, another guy in the NL race. 
I feel like we normally skim over him. The only reason I'm kind of not Peter is because in his last seven, he's hitting 321. Mm-hmm. And he has he hit six of his last seven. I watched him three games when uh, the Braves went into St. Louis. And Ooh, scouting report, go. But he was good. He was, he was just as I expected. Pro defender, quality at bats. I think he was leading off for him. So, you know, yeah, he's he's going to be a really good one. I don't know how he, I don't know how he's going to finish. I think he's dropped a little bit of the power stroke. No, not yet. I've got mm. a couple of comps coming, but I can't comp him. I don't want to comp him yet. Mm, really want to do De- Defensively, um, no, I don't want to do it yet. Okay. I'll wait. I'll wait for my comp. But we'll get it? We'll definitely get it. Okay. Not today. So Dylan Carlson, great in his last seven. In the AL, though, you have Adolis Garcia, who is slumping right now and it's really sad he still leads all rookies with 24 home runs 67 rbi he homered on saturday doubled on sunday so we had a decent series versus oakland but like 200 in his last seven is he still your favorite peter in the al Mm. no you took a who'd you take in our little poll yeah adolis okay is he still your favorite i mean it's really it's no I don't know, Casey Mize maybe, but has he done anything lately? So Casey Mize started on Wednesday versus Boston, went five innings, four earnings on 76 pitches. But before that, the start before that, he pitched seven innings with no earned runs versus the Orioles. And his next start on Tuesday is versus the Orioles. So he has a 357 ERA in 21 games. Uh, Luis Garcia, a guy that we've, Talked about a little bit for the Astros. He just had a really good start versus the Twins. Six shutout innings, eight Ks. What's the deep breath for the Kills? Because his two starts before that, four and two thirds, six runs, four and two thirds, five runs versus Mm. Seattle and the Giants. So it's like he was having a really good season and then he had two pretty bad starts and then he just had another good start. So I feel like he could have been the favorite, obviously had those two starts not happened. I think it's still to be played out. Like it's, I don't like the fact that there's no one's running away with it because at least it means the last two months should be fun in that race. Oh, wait. Randy Rosarena, last seven, hitting 423 with three home runs and five RBI. Last 15 games, hitting 377 with six home runs. Right. Since July 19th, a 14 game stretch hitting 404. Can you please tell me what his totals are for the year then? And he's war. he's hitting 268. I'm not a war girl. I need to, I know I need to get on that. Yeah, you do. But he's hitting 268 with 16 home runs and 52 RBI on the season. But he hasn't played since Wednesday. He's on the IL with the COVID IL. He came in close contact with somebody away from the field. Pause. Okay. How about Anthony Rizzo getting fucking COVID? Yeah, I hate that. Yeah, me too. Um, yeah, but. So Randy's on the COVID IL right now. I listened to Kevin Cash's comments and it was like kind of weird. Like they're saying it was away from the field. It's, I don't know. I'm not going to speculate. But. So were they kind of calling him out a little bit or were they? I mean, he, they just remember, said that like. Didn't he, he get in trouble when he left? Uh, that's he? kind of how I, and this has no basis of, um, of truth, but how yeah. I took it was that maybe he, went out somewhere he did something that was kind of like no none of the guys were doing and like got into contact with somebody they were just very surface level about it and they said like he hasn't tested positive he's day-to-day he has no symptoms 
and it happened away from the field. So that's Randy Rosarena. But yeah, his last seven hitting 423. And in that 14 game stretch where he's hitting 404, he has 10 multi hit games, which makes sense. The only other guy in the AL that we were talking about is Akil Badu, who is cooling off. He hit 348 in June, 250 in July, and he's still around that 250 mark. He does have hits in six of his last seven, but that's the AL. So right now, I guess our favorite, if if I had to put money on it today, would be Randy or Rosarena. I like that. I'm with you. We can we can share that opinion. Okay. Love that. Love sharing. Mm. So that is the rookie of the year race. And now we will quickly get into our top 10 prospects of the week. And that is brought to you by the compound, baby. So happen the boys. If you haven't heard of the compound, it's another podcast on John Boy Media Network. It is a must watch for baseball fans looking for a peek like behind the curtain of life in the MLB because it is literally hosted by active players. It's hosted by Chicago Cubs center fielder, Ian Happ, Cubs pitcher, Dakota Mechies, Mex? D-Money. D-Money. And Detroit Tigers shortstop, Zach Short. So the guys talk about all things baseball, from the minor league road trips to big league dingers. They even had guests like Jake Arrieta, Anthony Rizzo, Chris Bryant, joined to just hang out with their buds, talk Mm. some baseball. So new episodes are released every Tuesday wherever you listen to your podcast. Go and have a listen to them after you've listened to us. Yeah. John Boy is, it's a takeover, folks. So let me, it's really hard to spend 74 hours a week listening to podcasts because that's how good they are. Yeah. I spend a lot of time listening and talking baseball. Like I'm, they release so many episodes that it's it's hard to keep up with, but I love it. Would you say that you're their number one fan, Kels? Yeah, probably. You said you told me the other day that you were a couple behind. So did you catch up? No, I mean, I'm on Talking Baseball July All-Star team. I have 38 minutes left. And then I only have one more left and it looks like I'm caught up. Love that. Nice. But yeah, there's just a lot of great podcasts on the network. If you enjoy like what we're doing, you probably would enjoy. I mean, just check them out. You absolutely will enjoy talking baseball if you enjoy what we're doing. We're talking about the compound, Peter. No one's going to. No, we're talking about the compound. Talk, it's all in one. Like, okay. this is what I'm saying. There's enough hours in a day for everybody to have a piece of everybody. <laughs> and we're all good. So one week, listen to one or listen to all of us at the same time. <laughs> Somehow have some mashup going on and see what you can get out of it. Maybe you'll have a, maybe you'll have a Wizard of Oz, Pink mm. Floyd moment where... Mm. They match up and all of a sudden you get really stoned and you're like, man, that's sick. Like, it'll be great. So the compound. Yeah, definitely. Just cut cut that out, maybe. So our top 10 prospects. Pete, I'm going to let you start. Start us off. Okay. Gladly. Louis Gill. Gill. Why did it say Gill? Well, some things are pronounced differently than the way they're spelled. Mm. Is it actually Hill? Louis Hill. Louis Hill. How'd that go? That's good. Okay. He plays for the Angels. Are we talking about the same person? <laughs> I hope so. He's thrown... Oh, Angel. Why did I put... That's his middle name is Angel. Never mind. Ah. He doesn't pitch for the Angels. He, I love you. I'm not going to lie. This has been a little rough. This has been a little rough. <laughs> Probably started again. What do you reckon? 
Should I start again? <laughs> yeah, but leave it. Leave this in, Maddie. But Peter, you need Maddie, a fresh start, so you Maddie, take it. You cannot it leave this top. in. If you leave this in, I'm never doing another podcast with you again. It's a lie. Oh, take it from the top. We're gonna get into our top ten prospects okay. now. Peter's okay. gonna lead us off. Do you want me to lead us off? Please. Luis Angel Hill <laughs> plays for the Yankees. Born in the Dominican Republic, he will never forget the third day of August, 2021. You know why? No. That was the day he made his major league debut. Oh, not bad. Maddie Mascot to witness it. Mm. He went six innings, four hits, six Ks versus the Orioles. So you're like, uh, okay. Medium. But then he backed that up with five innings, two hits, eight Ks against Seattle. So in his two starts this year, 11 total innings, six hits, three walks, and 16 punch-outs for the young fella who is representing the New York Yankees baseball team of the American League Baseball Association. So, well done to you. Way to make an impact. At kind of a time when the Yankees needed it, let's be honest. Yeah. So, Yankees shout out to you. fun right now. Hadn't said his name on the pod yet. Yeah. Now we have. Welcome. You said Mariners. I say Jared Kelnick. Ooh. You go to, you look at Jared Kelnick's numbers and you're like, he's sitting 146. That's not great. There was a time where Dodgers, Max Muncy was hitting under 200, but was in leading the league in war. Wow. So just as a little reference. Now go ahead. Nice. Well, I need you to understand that Jared Kelnick ended July hitting 119. And he has now brought that up to 146 after Sunday. So the batting average isn't great, but he's hitting 276 in August. So he's good. he's creeping his way up. And he had a really good quote, Peter. There was an article because, you know, the first time he was called up, sent back down because mm -hmm. he hit 096. He said, essentially, he was like, I've never been kicked in the teeth before, like especially in baseball, like never in his life has he struggled like that. So he was like, I know that whenever my career ends and I look back on it, like I know that that's probably going to be the best thing that could have happened to me to have my teeth right. kicked in like that. And yeah. now he's hitting 276 and yeah. in the last seven. So like, let's keep. And the beautiful thing about that is that when he comes back next year, he's already failed. So he knows how to deal with that. And your numbers reset. So it doesn't matter how much of a bad start you got off to this year, you can go and hit 330 next year. You don't yeah. start down the well. You start all over again. So he's going to be a superstar. Mark my words. And in 15 years when we're doing this pod, Maddie, you're probably going to look a little bit older, but you'll be fine. You will bring this up mm. from your archives and go, you remember that when you said that, Peter? Mm. And I'll say, yes, I do, Maddie. And I'm glad you're still <laughs> with us, even though you didn't cut that one segment out where I completely fucked up. Oh, you have to leave it in. It was. It really gives people a little tic-tac insight to our life. Well. Okay, your turn. So that's Jared okay. Kelnick up in the yeah. show. Joey Weimer, outfielder, drafted fourth round of the 2020 draft by the Brew Crew out of the University of Cincinnati. He's in low A with the Carolina Mudcats, having a decent year, right? 276, 13 tanks, and an 863 OPS. So you take that. Yeah. He's had a three-day stretch that I've had to really come close to. August 4th to August 8th. Okay. 12 total hits, four home runs, two doubles, 12 RBIs, six runs, and two walk-offs. Oh, that's fun. Hashtag clutch gene. Shout out to you, Joey Wiener. 
How about Yero Munoz? Maddie? I would have said the N with a little bit, you know, Munoz. Okay. He is in AAA for the Red Sox. I'm not even like leading up to this. He has a 30 game hitting streak. He has a hit in every game since July 1st. Munoz. This has been like all over social media. He took his average from 250 to 305. But this is a guy, he's been up. Like his his career is, I was trying to figure it out uh, when I was doing my research on him last night. So he's from the Dominican Republic. In 12 games last year, he had a season ending back injury. So he only played those 12 games, but he hit 333 in the big leagues last year. I think he was also in the big leagues in 2019. Yeah, I mean, he's making a case to go back up there. I just don't know if they have a spot for him. Um, But he makes contacts. He's aggressive. He's leading AAA and hits. He's a utility guy. So you would think they could make room for a guy who's on a 30-game hitting streak. But yeah, in 2021 at AAA, he's hitting 306. Outstanding. Yeah. But now I'm confused because I have 306 there and I said 305 earlier. So it's one of those. Well, that's going to make such a difference. Um, But yeah, 30-game hit streak, which is just like absolutely insane. He's hitting 305 with five home runs and 30 RBI. So not a power guy, but he makes some contact, baby. You might want to say your stereotypical leadoff hitter. That's no longer a leadoff hitter because we have Ronald Lacuna hitting 40 home runs every year from the leadoff spot. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, one of my favorite people in the world to talk about at the moment is a young man by the name of Bobby Witt Jr. You guys probably haven't heard of him before, so I'm not going to go into his details. I'm just going to say it. He's hit seven home runs in 17 games in AAA for the Omaha Storm Stasers. Storm Chasers. Chasers. I played there. Stir up the storm. Stir it up. Stir up the storm. You've been, that's what they do. It's awesome. That was incredible. Bobby Witt Jr. Quote, I'm just trying to stay Bobby Witt Jr. Fans are absolutely screaming at Dayton Moore to bring him up. Dayton Moore was quoted, direct quote, perhaps the best player in all of minor league baseball right now. And he's forcing our hand very quickly. So I would think that if it's not September, uh, then I don't know what's happening. But Did you read his numbers? Yes. 294 with 23 home runs. Yes. And seven of those in the last 17 games at triple A kills. Like it's not like, oh, he's not dealing with the triple A pitching very well. No, he's fucking taking a shit on it. Uh yeah. That'll be interesting to see if they call him up. They will. He took the peach pass lane. So, but the only question I have, and I don't think Dayton's Dayton's not a guy that's going to manipulate and do all that sort of stuff. If the guy's ready, he's going to bring him up. That's what I honestly feel Dayton Moore will do that. Um, mm-hmm. So I feel like we may see him in September. Love that. Love that. There's been, Reed Detmers made his debut. Bobby Witt Jr. was drafted in 2019, so he has a year over there. But we're seeing guys like fast track. I think part of that, and I don't want to speculate, but I think a lot of that is it's a product of the injuries. Like their hands are being forced early, not just because of their play, but also because there's not many people. <laughs> like there's not many places you can go. If a guy's hitting in AAA and you need an outfielder or you need an infielder or you need a catcher, or you look to AAA, who's doing well? Yeah. Well, here we go. Buckle up. Next man up. Okay. So my guy, my next guy is Luke and Baker, who was drafted in 2018 out of TCU. Um, in that second round comp- 
situation. Um, he's the Cardinals number 14 prospect and he is in double a, he has three multi homer games since July 28th. He has hits in six of his last eight games, five multi hit games in that stretch. So in that stretch, he's hitting 429 with eight home runs and 17 RBI. He had a stretch of nine home runs in eight games. He hasn't played since Thursday. So I'm not sure what's going on there. There were no like reports that he was hurt or sick or anything, but nothing in the game log since Thursday, but he had been crushing it. Very good. Mike Bowman. That's a good one. Orioles third round pick out of the 2017 draft. He has had himself a July. July. I'll give him his, his year numbers first. Okay. So he's having, a, again, a decent year. 14 games, four and two record, 3.79 ERA, 54 innings, 55 punch outs, and a 1.04 whip. Now, 3 0, this is July numbers. Okay. 3 0 with a 2.05 ERA, a 169 batting average against. He's given up 13 hits in 22 innings with 26 punches and only four walks. He punched out eight in a game just this last week. And you got to go watch that. Please go watch that because. If you want to see someone look exactly like Luke Jackson when they throw a baseball, that's what you're going to see. Love Luke Jackson. It's amazing. His mechanics are almost identical. Love that. Slider yep. man. Slide up to you, Mike. Yep. Okay. Gilberto Jimenez, another Red Sox guy. He's in low A. He's an outfielder. On the season, Peter, he's hitting 309. Two home runs, 42 RBI. Another guy. Not much power there, but... Um, he had 359 in 2019 in short season, but he has hits in 13 of his last 15. So in the last 15, he's hitting 361, four doubles, nine RBI. And on Wednesday, he had a five for five day with two doubles and two RBI. A five for five day. The only That's time good. I remember seeing that is Ender Enciarte. Okay. Jose Agre punched out 10 Braves in five innings. Next. No. <laughs> oh, I'm kidding. Massive, no. massive piece of the Dodgers Scherzer Turner trade, obviously, with Herbert Ruiz. Those two pieces going to the Nationals are going to set them up very nice for the next two years. And I got to watch Josea pitch against my Braves, and it was impressive. It was. Does he look like a like? Does he feel like a big leaguer out there? Yeah. yeah. He's already made two repeat two relief appearances for the Dodgers before that, and he made his first two starts with the Nats, and it was just. He's he's got a he's got a, a different mechanics that I've not seen before. Like it's 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 not a drop and drive, but it's it's almost like he gets to the stands up really tall and then he gets this like an open gate. His leg kind of opens up and then he lands and it's all so explosive at the end. And it's almost like he's throwing from a lower angle and it's just straight. So that fastball that is going to hit the top of the zone mm-hmm. just rides to the top of the zone, not because of so much. I mean, sure, he's got good spin too, but it's the arm angle as well, a combination of the arm angle. And then he throws his slider just off it that is really hard to pick up. And I know it was the first time that a lot of these guys have seen him, but I watched it and it, it was impressive. They've got themselves a really, really, really good, good pitcher. Yeah, I'm excited to see what him and, and Kieber, I'm assuming Kieber's going to get up there soon. Okay, so my last guy is Colton Kowser. He's in rookie ball for the Orioles. He was drafted fifth overall this year, like a month ago, out of Sam Houston State University. Shout out to the Southland Conference. Used to cover them when I lived in Louisiana. And anyway, okay, to start his career, Colton Kowser is hitting 667 with a 1811 OPS. 
It's only a nine at bats. Um, he's hitting 667 with an 1811 OPS. Is that how you'd say that? That's so big. You have to say it that way. You are the one who taught me that that's how you say OPS because I no, was really into the what? 1.8. Yeah, I was really into the one dot. And you were like, no, you say the numbers like that. So that's how I've been saying it. How would you so, say that? I, I'd say 1800. So you just leave out the 11. Yeah. Okay. Maddie, what would you say? I like saying one dot, but. So you would say 1.811? Yeah, it's long, but I mean, if a guy hitting one dot, a guy's hitting one dot, like that's cool. Yeah, but if it's one dot one, it's one dot eight, one dot. As soon as you hit the dot, it's like, okay. What a kerfuffle we're in. I don't know. Anyway, he basically, long story short. Is there someone else in here? He's played in three games and he has two hits in all three of his games, including a home run, a double, five runs, and five RBI. And he homered in his pro debut on August 2nd. And that's Colton Kowser. So good. And that is our top 10 prospects of the week. Aussie slang, ready? Wait, no, 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 really quick. I just want to make sure that, that we touched on all the injuries. So the guys we have on our injury list, Trevor Rogers on the family emergency list, Ion Anderson rehabbing right now, Waskar Yanoa rehabbing right now, Randy Rosarena on the COVID IL, weird situation. Aussie lingo. I'll give you a choice of two. Okay. Mashi or? Mashi for sure. Big smoke. Mashi. Mushy. M-U-S-H-I-E. That one. Go. Mashed potatoes. Oatmeal. Mushrooms. Oh, that's too easy. I mean, well, you should have said it. it then. M-U-S-H-I-E is a mushroom. Mushies. So do y'all say like... We don't call them mushrooms. We call them mushies. Oh, okay. So yeah. do... Well, I mean, we do technically. Excuse me, can I have some mushrooms? Yeah, but if we're at a... Get us some mushies. Bang some mushies on me plate, will you, Dallas? I don't like mushrooms. You don't like mushrooms? No. Have you ever had them with a little bit of rosemary, a little bit of thyme, a little bit of like goat cheese mixed in there? Like, trust me, Maddie. Trust me. Something crema. Guys, we did it. That was a little express pod because Maddie has a train to catch. No, it's because of me. It's my fault. Don't Peter had a celeb, uh, a golf tournament, but it was John Smoltz. So like, come on. I had absolutely nothing and Maddie has a train, but I had to change the schedule last week. We are a team and we work together and you are our farmers and we love you so much. And thank you so much for listening. Um, I feel like I put on some weight. Oh gosh. If you're watching audio only, um, you should good for you that you're not watching because i don't know what peter's doing um so it looks like that's gonna wrap it up maddie has a train to catch peter had a big time golf tournament thank you guys so much for listening i don't know how like youtube works but if you want to like like the videos i think that might help us i don't know subscribe that probably helps too uh thank you guys so much we'll see you next wednesday keep your comments nice i don't read them but keep them nice farm on farm often all the time Peace. Love you guys. You guys. <laughs>